Anyway, I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Paige. And you're listening to The, the Truth Sleuths. Oh, I forgot. My my windows are tinted. Oh. I don't know if they can see it. Thank goodness. <laughs> um anyway. Anyways. So this episode, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um we're gonna talk about thoughts and how we think. Yeah. Um, yeah. we'll see where it goes. We kind of have a starting point, but not but really, not really like an much end. any structure yeah. at all. Um but you know, sometimes that's good. Yeah. Sometimes it's so not good. Bear with us. This might yeah. be a shorter episode. It we'll, probably will be. Maybe a little t- tangential. Is that how you say the tangential. word? Tangential. Tangential. There's an actual Tangential. There you okay. go. Okay. First off, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, how we came yeah. up with this idea. Do, do you guys have, uh, like, an inner, like, do you hear your thoughts? Do you have an inner monologue? Do you hear yourself speaking to you? Like, can you have a conversation with yourself in your head? Is that... That's a question. Or... That's a question. Do you? Is yeah. I said. Yeah. Well, but you are also addressing everyone. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Y'all can let me know later, but like, you um, right now. Yeah, well, so, two things. First thing, I do talk to myself a lot. Yeah. Uh, not usually in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I talk to myself in my head, too. Like, you hear a voice in your head. Like, I guess I don't... Maybe this is going to be a horrible episode. No, no, no. <laughs> Just because, like, n- well, now I'm all confused, like, because I I think things. Yeah. And, like, I talk to myself in my head, but, like, I don't know if, like, I would say I hear it. Like, I don't hear it through my ears, but, like, I hear it, like, there is a distinct, my, my voice mm. is distinctly in my head uh, thinking my thoughts. Well... Actually, just having conversations with me. So I have my thoughts, and then I have my, like, thinking, which is, like, the conversation with myself. But, like, as I'm talking, I don't always hear, have the voice in my head as I'm talking. But then if I need to think through things in my head, then it's as if I was, like, talking out loud with somebody, but it's in my head. But then I think there's thoughts preemptively to that that I don't hear. So, like, right now, like, yeah. in my head, yeah. if I stop talking, mm-hmm. I can have an entire sentence. But it's, like... The thought is the pace of my sentencing in my head. So it's, like, that short. But I can make a decision without necessarily having to, like, hear the full thought in my head. There's, like, two different levels, right, in my head. So there's, like, the level of just unconscious thought, sort of, where I'm, like, thinking things. It's helping me speak. But then there's, like, the Alex that I'll have conversation. Well, okay, this is the best way to describe it, okay? <laughs> the Alex that I'll have, like, conversations with. Where it's, like, there's a second person. There's not a second person. But, like, in my head, right? Like, I can we're hear my voice. We're just trying to make this episode to cover up for the fact that we're hearing voices. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, so, okay. I've got, yeah. like, the voice in my head mm-hmm. that speaks as if I'm, as I am speaking right now. Yeah. I can hear yeah. this yeah. in my head if I stop speaking. I'll hear it in my head. Usually it's not happening while I'm speaking, but then sometimes while I'm speaking, I'll have other thoughts in my head, and that's when I trip up over myself. Like, Be- start- Because you're saying one thing and thinking yeah. something else. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But, like, as I'm speaking, I'm not yeah. necessarily thinking the words specifically. Like, I'm just going, right? Like, Yeah, you don't think as you speak. I do something. You, you, you no, don't, I am. You I'm don't speaking. think the words that you're speaking yeah. as you're speaking. Right. Your brain is elsewhere. Right. Yeah. But then there's times... 
where everything just goes blank. So, like, when I can't think of a word or I forget a thought, I try to remember it in my head. And then in my head, I'm like, I have nothing. I don't know what I'm thinking about. Like, what am I trying to figure out? What's the words? Oh, my gosh. And then it's just, like, blank. It's just empty. I, it's oh. hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's why, like, it's hard to know if I have the same thing or not. When I'm writing. Yeah. I, that's not... You hear your, your words in your head as you write the words on the paper? Well, sometimes, okay. but that's not where I was going with okay. that. Like, So writing, if you take that as a form of speaking in a way, like I'll be writing and my brain will be thinking ahead or about something else. And so I start writing incorrect words because I'm writing my thoughts instead of writing what I thought I was writing. Okay. If that makes sense. So like, I will start writing a word and halfway through it'll turn into a different word because my head was three sentences ahead. Like, along. Yeah, sometimes that'll happen to me, but usually that's because I'm not necessarily seeing what I'm seeing. <laughs> okay, here we go. We I have, I have, I have an explanation. Okay? okay, you know when you're watching a TV show and there is the voiceover monologue that is supposed to be the inner thoughts of the character. Yeah. Okay. But while that's happening, there's also a conversation that is happening, that the person might be in a conversation. Yeah, so, so like, we're, we're talking, mm-hmm. right? And, but then and the it, it's, filming on, it's filming us, and we're yes. like, hey, how are you? Are I'm you? good. I'm, I'm good, how are you? And then it, like, cuts, and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, she just asked how it was I. Yeah. What, am I supposed to respond to that? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Sometimes a lot of times in shows, I see it where it, like, slows down everything, and they're, like, thinking all of these thoughts, like, out loud as something's, like, slowed down. Mm. Usually it's, no, it's, like, in real time for me. Like, I'm thinking, like, if I'm having the monologue, then it's the same pace as I actually speak. Yeah, well, I think it's slowed down for dramatic effect. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm but using that as a reference. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'll do that, or, like, somebody's doing something, and like, okay, I gotta kick this to the, 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 like, I'll have that sort of, like, thought process a little bit, um, but it's, like, just in my head. Like, if I were to bounce ideas off of somebody, like, sometimes they'll do that in my head, or, like, just when I need to think things through... That's when it's, like, a conversation just in my head. And it sounds the same as out loud. But it's sometimes easier for me to get distracted. If in your I, head? In my head if I also am trying to focus on the real world. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, Which that is totally where, makes sense. Like, I say I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. So sometimes when I'm in conversation with people, in order to think and to hear and everything, I, I look off to the side, but I'm not, like looking at anything i'm not seeing any of it no i mean right, I can, right, right, but right. I'm not. you're that's not like the focus you're just looking around yes but yeah yes, but i'm not I like that. registering everything so right. like, sometimes when i'm writing like it's just like there i'm moving my hand but i'm not looking at it okay like though my eyes might be looking at it my brain is not actively taking in the information if something moves it'll catch my attention and draw me back in Mm -hmm. but but like you're in your head i'm in my head like like almost fully in my head just like thinking and processing have a conversation like like how everybody's like oh like off in your own world it's like kind of like that it's like peripherals yeah that is exactly what it looks like like i i'm aware of my peripherals but when i'm looking at you you're not this i'm focused on this 
if you see but if something, something moves, it, you get you turn boom. and look, but it's not. Yes, that makes sense. And how it's like not completely in focus, but it's not blurry. No, but like you, you, you like I can see that there's something here. Yeah, I'm not gonna like slam my hand into it because I can't see it. Right, but it's like it's not blurry. It's just no. not like sharp focus. Yeah. So it's like kind of like that sometimes when I'm focusing in my head like on what I'm thinking about sometimes it'll also tune out like what people are saying mm-hmm. uh, and then I snap back in and I'm like oh wait well that I think is a whole nother thing like that <coughs> happens to me all the time where I just start getting sidetracked and start thinking about something random and I completely miss what I, this happens to me in class all the time and maybe it's because I get bored but like I, I completely miss everything that was just said and I'm like oh what is happening because like my brain goes elsewhere yes and like my head like my thought voice it i'm focusing on that it's louder so like i can't hear what other people are saying like i lose track like if we're having a conversation and i'm staring off and i'm just like thinking my thoughts in my head i might not hear you mm-hmm. because like like i can that has happened before but it's like in the peripheral same thing like it's yeah. ear peripheral Sorry, I I didn't hear what you just said. <laughs> I didn't. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, we've had that conversation. But I don't know because I know there's a thing like dissociation, right? Like yeah. That, okay, I want to make it clear. I don't. As of right now, I don't think I dissociate. I don't. Think but you do I either. don't know what dissociation is to know if I do or don't. It's a noun. The disconnection or separation of something from something else, or the state of being disconnected. Uh, in chemistry, we don't need to know about that. Psychiatry, separation yeah. of some aspects of mental functioning from conscious awareness, leading to a degree of mental dysfunction or to mental conditions, including disassociative identity disorder. If you dissociate, you may feel disconnected from yourself and the world around you. For example, you may feel detached from your body or feel as though the world around you is unreal. Remember, everyone's experience of dissociation is different. Dissociation can range from feeling a mild sense of detachment, daydreaming, to experiencing a more severe disconnection from reality, feeling as if the world is unreal. So I think, like, the daydreaming aspect is what we're talking about, what I think you're talking about, whereas, like, you're you're here, you're doing whatever you're doing, sort of, but, like, your brain is sort of going into this other place, and you're thinking of some other thing, you're having that conversation with yourself, and, like, but you're not really in reality. Oh! I, it's like, it's like, okay, it's like if I have my quest on, right, and I'm in VR, and I'm talking to, like, my friends, jeez, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about how this could come across, okay, so oh, it's like okay. if I'm in my VR, right, like, I'm still in my room, but, like, but, like, I'm also, it doesn't feel like I am, like, I'm not, right, like, I'm, well, I think that's different because that's VR, no, no, no. I was trying to use that as an example, like how we were using TV as oh, an example. Oh, okay, okay. Where okay. it's like, okay, I'm still in my room, and I can still communicate with everybody around me. And you me. know that you're there, but, like... I'm not focusing it, in, on it. In your brain... Is it that I had in, the VR? In what you were seeing most clearly, hearing most clearly... Yeah. Like, that... Because, like you were saying, like, you can still see, but it's, like, in the peripheral. Yeah. That, like, you can hear, but you're not really paying attention. Yeah. So, so that kind of, like... You're not, you're, you're in reality, and mm-hmm. if something moves really fast or 
is a loud noise, like, then you can, like, be there, but if everything is just normal and nothing is changing, you're in this other mental place. Yeah, and then it's like I've got, I can hear my voice, and then I can also have, like, a, it's like when you close your eyes, and it's that, like, fuzzy, not completely pitch black, and then it's like, there's, like, subtitles. So I kind of, like, picture the words, too, sometimes. Psychological dissociation is... It's not just a matter of daydreaming and getting lost in your own thoughts for a bit. I guess Mm. my my guess is maybe there's different levels to it. Not that I think that I am dissociating. I don't think that I can make that distinction. I think I'm just, like, thinking in my head and turning off my some of my senses for a little bit. But a a separate thing is when you're... Like, do you picture things, too? Like, in your... If you're thinking, can you, like, imagine, like, visually imagine? Like, if you're thinking so, of an apple, do you see an apple? But, like, not see it, but, like, kind of see it. Yes, I can kind of see it. And what another thing that I have, like, when I think of um, a certain event or, like, try like, bring up a memory of um, whatever it is, I see a very specific moment in time from that mm-hmm. event. Like, I don't have, like the everyone moving around like it it comes in the still pictures and so like i can see those pictures in my mind Mm -hmm. some because i have them printed out and i look at them all the time so like those come up the most clearly but like i can pull up this like right now i'm pulling up this picture in my brain i know like exactly what it looks like where i was and it's a like a 3d picture like yeah i'm in my body yeah in the picture, mm-hmm. and, and I can, like, see, like, I know what's over here, I know what's right here. Right. So, yeah, in that sense... awareness, but it's... Yeah, yeah like, yeah. like I, I can see that in my brain, I think. So sometimes, usually not with, like, memories, but sometimes if it's, like, something... I'll remember it as, like, a third person. So I guess it is memory. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll remember it, remember it in, like, a made-up third-person perspective. So, like, not mine. So, so, like, like you you're could, saying that it's you. So, but like, I, like, if I'm thinking of a memory of something, like, let me pull up some other memory. Um, yeah, just go scrolling through the... <laughs> scrolling pages. through the brain catalog. Yeah. Uh, my first one rotary, came... Not my first rotary. one came from ASP 2019, so I don't know, oh, okay. like, where it, it's just... Tell me, let, let me go to the memory of class earlier. Um, so, like, I, I'm... My... Yeah. When it first comes up, it is immediately me sitting in that chair. I can see how where everyone is positioned around me. But I can also, like, kind of, like, step back and see how it, it how I looked, too. Yeah. But that is not as instinctual of, for me to do. Like, my instinct is to be myself in that picture. Yeah. Because I don't know how I look. Like, I don't know how my posture was, how any, like... So, I think that's why I have a hard time being able to, like, step back and see myself in the picture. Yeah. I, so usually, especially short term, it's usually going to be, like, in my perspective, Mm -hmm. first person. But then sometimes for, like, older memories, like, when I um, think back to when I had a, uh, use my EpiPen for my allergic reaction to egg when I was in the Poconos, like, that my memory is sort of if that was like a movie set and mm-hmm. so i'm visualizing that so the background is more of this 2d backdrop and there's sort of this like pulled back like 
like a camera, like watching like a show, sort of. So it's like, okay, we've got the kitchen set over here, the um, that then connects to the living room set, but it is as if they we took the wall off the building, and in my head, like I visualize like, it like that. Like the like, I am seeing the back wall, the where the stairs yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I, I was making a corner, but yeah, just <laughs> like like you have like the floor, like that. And, like the and the, sometimes oh, just... the the like, yeah. So the walls like. Yeah. aren't squared off like a yeah. tv set so yeah. it's like you can see the room more as a whole so kind of like that like That's a sitcom like friends yeah so like if you were to be watching friends right so like i could be in my perspective if they did like a pov but then i could also be like like zoom out and not necessarily you're seeing all the edges of the set but sort of mm-hmm. but more only for my older memories and i think it's when i'm having trouble remembering them as much yeah. Or it's like a, well, some and, and of the details. I think yeah, because you're like you don't have those full. That's why I was I was also trying while you were talking. Yeah. I was trying to like go back to some memory to like see if it's similar. I think when I'm remembering something more recent, I can get short video mm. like videos of it, like where I'm in it. Like I can sort of picture like for moments in time. I can I can picture the movement like mm-hmm. um like if you like made like a loop out of it like i can see like yeah but for older memories that's when it is more so just a picture mm-hmm. and like i can pull up a moment and then like maybe like an hour i mean, i have no concept of what yeah. time was but like an hour like later, later i can i can pull up another moment but like i, I can't find the connection between it yeah because it was so i, I think that's just what it is is well, and, and sometimes lost. I cannot remember unless I am visually seeing, like, unless something is jogging that memory. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of it. So, like, directions on where to get places. Yeah. So, if we go through and we are in the woods, we're on a on a trail in the woods. Oh, that's dangerous. And we're going, right? Yeah. So, then, if we need to backtrack, I can backtrack us the exact same way that we came, but I cannot tell you how to get back. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would have to go and be like... Okay, we gotta go this way. Yeah. But I have a hard time reading a map to get us to that point. Like, I'm not good with directions unless, like, I have been there, I have walked it, I have seen it, and so then I'm seeing the visuals, I'm like, okay, we gotta go this way. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, then I have a separate kind of thing. Because, like, with the 3D vision, the the third person point of view, when you dream. Yes. Okay. So, when I dream, um, a lot of the times... It's a third-person perspective. If it is a first-person point of view, hasn't happened as much lately, but happened a lot in, like, middle school and high school, my eyes would burn, Oh. and I could not keep them open. And if I had them open, it was usually very blurry. Hmm. Um, and a lot of times, like, they were a little bit scarier situations. So I've had some nightmares where it's like that, where I, I can't grasp the entire visual. But then if I have, like, a recurring dream, like, if I've had that, where then I have the third-person perspective, my eyes aren't burning. Mm. I usually dream in first-person, I think. Like, the, the dreams that I remember mm-hmm. are first-person. Um, yeah. That, Can you the... visualize the dreams that you remember as if they are a memory? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I can. Um, yeah, there are... Uh, a select few recurring dreams mm-hmm. I can remember. 
um, pretty bad. Then there's some, like, sure, we're going to go down this tangent. But there was this dream I had when I was younger mm-hmm. that it, it was some party at my house or something. And this I have, like, video memory mm-hmm. of. And there were these giant animals mm-hmm. coming out from my neighbor's yard into our yard. Yeah. There was a hippopotamus, there was an elephant, there was a giraffe, and we ran inside and shut the screen door because the screen door is obviously going to keep these giant animals mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then that's the end. <laughs> wow, okay. But, but, like, that was a very long time ago memory. And it's still very vivid. And it, oh, it, I have some It's much like less vivid but it's still like i can i can picture the animals a little bit it's more they move like this like like they they're not like walking like it's like a like if you took a balloon yeah so like they're like okay they're just like floating they're just like in the dream they might have been walk- my memory of the dream is it's them just, just kind of like creeping into my field of vision and then okay. they're running inside shutting the door see okay so i've got like some of my memories specifically the scarier ones are more building off of each other. Oh, those are the worst. So then, but then there's somewhere I, like, the there's two that I distinctly, and both of them, <laughs> Raleigh and I are, like, trying to survive, and he's, like, eating oh, or something. The one with the, yeah. 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 So, okay, I talked <laughs> about both of these with you, um, but basically, which maybe we should do an episode where we talk about some talk of our reoccurring our, our dreams. Dream. But one of we, my sh- dreams, we should do that. That would have been such a good episode. Been. That would have I been mean, such a better <laughs> so one I of, was going to say, do we make another episode or do we just keep flowing this episode into recurring dreams? If you want me to, I can just explain this one. It's up to you. you can, well, because I have another okay. recurring dream okay. that I okay. know. Okay, we're getting this, into okay. this. this so, so I would just like episodes. to say th- thank you to all of our listeners for sticking along with this episode. As we said at the top, we had no real plan of what we're doing. So this episode is kind of morphing into whatever we want it to be so hopefully and i think this will be interesting yeah hopefully topics. this comes across like how we want cohesively and so the beginning will be heavily edited <laughs> i have two that i kind of want to touch base on so i'll do one and then you can do one and then okay. the other mm-hmm. so the first one is a very very old dream i had it when i was little um probably like elementary school and younger of reality but then just shift it rather than it be complete yep so it's gonna be a whole nother episode about dream theories because (laughs) i that was one of my favorite units in psychology was to learn about all the different dream theories and i do have one that i believe is the correct one okay it's basically that your dreams are based off of things that you have seen and experienced and then just mushed together yeah that, like like random like something that happened right now mushed with something that happened like three hours ago this morning like so, that kind of like mushing this i think that that is pretty much this because yeah also you can kind of pinpoint a time frame based off of like the different things that i'm talking about so there is a mcdonald's near our house and it pretty much takes place in that parking lot um but there's also like another building sort of near there so it's like a little bit adjusted right Mm -hmm. um it's as if the mcdonald's was uh, had a parking lot that matched up with where the intersection is um across from where the blockbusters used to be this was not at the time that the blockbusters existed well maybe it was anyway 
So that's the parking lot, right? And so my dad and I are going inside. And the McDonald's is actually a movie theater. That's just the location of where it was, right? So it has a waiting area. There, You go in the doors. There's a counter that you can talk to people. And then a waiting area as if it was like a doctor's office, but movie theater themed. And then there was three different theaters inside this building. Um, there was one show off to the left I don't remember what it was straight ahead was some sort of horror film um my guess is it was um Monster House just based off of what happens um and then off to the right my dad and I were going to see like Peanuts see like Charlie Brown so as we're going we say we start walking in dad makes some comment to the clerk nobody else is in sight then sort of like in Halloween Town, how they like enter from the back of the theater and there's like the light shining in and then the whole bunch of people like, so it's kind of like that scene, right? But then we're going to turn into Charlie Brown and then I think my dad either enters the theater or gets eaten by it, but the theater in front that is the Monster House showing the, the horror movie turns into a monster and it is like a visual where all of a sudden the like red carpet going up the center turns into a tongue um and then all of the seats become the teeth and then some how the screen is like simultaneously like the rest of the mouth but also like sort of its face there were no like visible eyes but it's just like Mm -hmm. just a mouth sort of but like in my head the screen was also the face like it's hard Uh, to explain yeah 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 but the whole building then is this problem. So my dad gets definitely eaten by the theater. I don't think I visually saw him being eaten by it, but he makes me get out. So I'm running out and then I get out into the parking lot and there's two Papa's cars, which is, um, a car that we had and Raleigh had, so there was one that dad and I drove in and then Raleigh drove up in another one that he had. Raleigh's like six, maybe at this time. Probably four, five, six, somewhere. He's a child, okay? He pulls up and he is in there, and I I get into the driver's seat of the other, and that car's windows start rolling up, and he is freaking out. He can't get out of the car. The car starts eating him because it's like the car's in the parking lot, it's connected to the building. So then I pull Raleigh out of the window through the window into the other car because they were parked right next to each other. So I get him into the car and then we start to drive off and that is where the dream ends. Um, oh I feel like there might have been like spiders or something was like starting to come out from the theater to chase us. But so that that was that. And that was terrifying because yeah, my it dad sounds died. terrifying. <laughs> Raleigh almost got eaten by a car. Yeah. Raleigh was driving. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was coming to help us, I think. Yeah. Or either he was coming to help us or he... Because I think he tried to get me to get in. I think he was like, come on, hop in the car. But then, like, the car started to eat him. So then I had to get him out into the other car. And then we go out onto the thing and, like, drive off. Um, but the camera point of view stays from the parking lot where the cars were. Oh, nice. And then we're nice. just driving off. And so it's like a combination of this third person and yeah. POV. Um, but whenever I'm like seen, it's like I don't really have a face. Not that I'm missing mm-hmm. a face. I just don't see my face. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. it's not really like my red hair, like me. It's just like a stand in who I know is me. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Interesting. Like I can't really focus on myself too much because it's like 
Yeah. Not really aware. But my mom wasn't in it at all. Hmm, that's interesting. So, mom was safe at home, I guess. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do yours before I go into my <clears throat> other one? Yeah, so mine, as I was thinking, I don't think I remember as much of it as I used to. Um, but I used to get this dream a lot. And they have, like winter coat like with fur around the hood like all like anything mm-hmm. and the one is like sitting on the edge of the hole getting ready to go in and the other one is like standing there they're gonna go in the Ooh. hole okay then it cuts to the interior of this uh, hole yeah <laughs> um it is a giant inside of a mansion creepy thing like okay. it's like so there's this um long passage not not passage right like um like a hallway bridge it, it's not a hallway cause, like it's all it's completely open oh, okay but there's like a strip of walking walkway? yeah walkway that's the word and then so that is going and then the side of the walkway is like it it's like it was made inside of a mountain so it completely drops off okay yeah then, but then and the bottom there's more like pathways that will like it'll like wind down and connected then there's all these like tunnels and okay. everything there's a giant chandelier hey like it is elaborate but there's this line on the ground oh okay if you cross the line before you have been through this certain procedure that has to do with salt i think oh okay you can't speak oh so yeah that's a problem i had this dream multiple times um the first time like we stood with it we did like some weird i think it was like a circle and salt and like there was this whole procedure and there were um like torches that had like the bowl mm-hmm. top on them um and so like it was just that and then like we went into the tunnel i, I don't really remember this but the last time i had the dream mm-hmm. something got me distracted and i ran across the line without going <gasps> through no. and so i'm down here at like the entrance to one of the tunnels everyone else who was there which i have no idea who is just people are standing up there, like, doing the procedure so that they can cross the line, and I can't speak. <gasps> no. Um, and that, that's that. That's it. And to kind of, like, jump off of it, I've had multiple dreams, recurring dreams, mm-hmm. involving when I can't speak. I've had multiple dreams of being in burning buildings, and I'm trying to get everyone out, but I can't call out. Oh. Um, so, yeah, if we have any uh, psychologist listeners, uh, tell me what yeah. that means. <laughs> yeah, tell us about pages not being able to speak and yeah. me having burning eyes. Like, it literally, it, it hurts. Like, I usually can't feel pain in dreams, but I, mm-hmm. can, I can feel my eyes burning. Before I get into, like, my main, like, reoccurring dream, yeah. that reminded me of a dream that I did have that was, like, kind of weird, kind of short. So it's, like, a really long, windy, mountainy path that's very... The world is very empty, okay? Mm. It is this path that leads up to this peak of a mountain that has, like, a, a scary, sharp, pointy, black castle, okay? And it is very, like, dumbed-down animation, but also sort of realistic. Like, it's it's an in-between. Mm. This was a dream that sort of recurred and built off of each other, so each time I got a little bit farther, but it was very short and quick. Basically, what happened was I was trying to save people. I had to go fight whoever was up in that castle and save all of the letters. They were, like, letters oh. uh, and shapes or something. Like, little tiny little creatures, like, in... Um, oh, what's the unicorn thing? Charlie, that kills people. Uh, or no, no, no. Okay, hold on. 
it's llamas with hats, but the unicorn version where it's yeah, Charlie, yeah. and they have that like mountain of like the, and the letters and everything. So it's kind of like those letters are like in like a PBC show, something like that. And so I had a PBC? sword. PB PBS. <laughs> um, I had a I had a sword and I like saved everyone. It was a very oh, like nice. young thing, but yeah. um, other. The main I, recurring okay, one that I have. Go ahead. Before we're really building up the yeah, excitement yeah, yeah. for this recurring dream. I mean, it's it's definitely I have, something. I have two more like pretty quick things. One is I get this feeling. Um, it happens like in reality sometimes, and it like actually stresses me out a lot. Yeah. Um, there's, it's a giant ball pit, but like on an angle, so like it's like vertical almost. Okay. So like, um, like you know, like a uh, um. Those, like, rope ladder things that they're kind of, like, this. I can't, my arm doesn't bend, but they're yeah. kind of, like, this. Yeah. But bent. It was, like, that, but it was a ball pit. So, like, that okay. shape. Like, it was slightly curved. It was to get up to something. Okay. But instead of being a ladder, So, you have to it climb, like, a, a ball pit that's not being held in. Yeah, but, like, you're not really climbing it. Yeah. That's just the best way okay. I have to describe it. Anyways. So, nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. It's just... The anticipation? I, no. Oh. I'm getting closer, oh. but it move like, it's moving so slow, like, my body is pulsing is the best way I have to describe it, and I'm just going, and, like, it's like time has completely slowed down. That's the best description I have, but it is a feeling that I get, not all the time, thank goodness, but, like, I can tell when I'm feeling it because it's like, this is wrong, like, the, I, I the, the world is moving mm. at a weird pace. It's... Anyway, so there's that. And then the other dream, I had it a couple times, but I don't remember um, much of it. So I'll just give a brief synopsis. Um, it's in a city, but it's really old and run down. There's cobblestone roads, mm-hmm. a brick building, going in to find a bathroom. So we go up these stairs. It's like flickering light bulbs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really dark. You can't see anything. There's not really plumbing. The mirrors are like all broken and cracked and bloody and that's that and yeah. there's like some guy in a trench coat oh it's just like the visuals of everything well it, it's going and like it, every it's okay now that they, i've got a little bit more um post-apocalyptic is how you would kind of describe it because everything is very much basic and run down mm-hmm. like trash everywhere like i'm going to eat hamburgers out of the trash can because and then so it, it's like that process then walking up like the bathrooms were like in the top floor of some building that was abandoned so mm-hmm. it's just the process of going there's Go. like people getting the food seeing the creepy trench coat man and the brick walls and then going up to the creepy bathroom yeah there's that so okay this stream yes so go. this one is definitely one that slowly built upon itself over time and this i was having like Early high school, I guess. Late middle school, mm-hmm. early high school. Because I was telling it Paige was, Yeah, it was around the time we were friends. Starting to. We're still yeah, friends. we're still friends. Um, so, how it kind of starts is... Or, the setting of this place is a big mansion-y type house. Um, that's also sort of labyrinth in a way. Where there's, like, various things that I... I have this specific path that I go through. But I also just have this feeling and I know that there's more to this massive building and the building is like sort of run down and tattered a little bit but very bright and vibrant and colorful 
which sort of made it a little bit like creepier. It's very yeah. childlike, sort of maybe maybe like a dollhouse, I guess. Well, I guess that's what uh, would make makes sense. It, makes it creepy if it's a giant dollhouse. E- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and the other things that happen but, later. But, but I'm saying, like, the bright colors. Yes. That, why that is so creepy. Yeah. yeah it's Anyways. Then there's, like, these three ladies in the beginning of the dream um, who sort of would resemble, like, um, the fairy godmothers from Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. or, or um, um, what's that Halloween movie? Hocus Pocus. Yes, that one. Sort of like that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, definitely more like the colorful, bright kind of mm-hmm. outfits, um, and there was like a lot of oranges and pinks going on. Uh, and Raleigh and I are in this place, and I think when the first when the dream first started out, I think I was there, and then Raleigh joined in. But then by the end of the dream, like he and I were together, right? And so we're going, we're running, and I think we're running away from the ladies. We're going through this place, and then there's this room that's on the right hand side and it has sort of like a I don't know if it always has the same door but we go in inside the room it is gray everything is gray there are shelves on the walls and there are stuffed animals though I don't think that was in the dream when it first started but then later on anytime we got into that room then there was more and more stuffed animals and dolls in that room lining the walls um and they were more muted colors and the whole room was like gray and the room was sort of shaped like my bedroom um and the shelves didn't have like sides to them they were just like floating shelves everywhere mm-hmm. and i think at most there was like three to four sets of them i guess it's set up like my room in the sense that there's like a, a little bit smaller section and then there's like a little bump out where the wall comes in, where there might would be like recessed lighting on it. And then there's a larger part of the room. And that side of the room was very open and blank with a big circle. Or At first it was empty. And then it slowly had like a big circle pit inside and then a pit with a whole bunch of spikes going down. And so in various versions of this dream, um, Raleigh and I are in there together. And then I'm in there and Raleigh gets locked out and there's a porthole on the door. And it's like a metal door with a like a porthole, very sciencey looking. Raleigh's on the other side. We can't get to each other. We're like separated. Um, or one version, I think Raleigh gets taken down the hole and I'm in the room. Or Raleigh's in the room, I'm outside. Something, something like that where there's most of the time I was in the room and I could not get to Raleigh and he's either out the door or down the hole. And then there's this big, I think she was like a rag doll, but also sort of like, no, more like an American girl doll where it has that like sort of structure to it, but also still very like flimsy Mm -hmm. and plush, but huge, huge, Mungus, like a giant okay and so then she's like very creepy definitely in those toned down colors like if i picture her she's sort of in like a gray spectrum but i think she had just such muted colors that it was nearing gray all of a sudden she'd come down from the ceiling but the ceiling was also like a normal ceiling height until she's coming down and then it's like really really tall but then she she was simultaneously larger than the room but in the room 
I don't know yeah. how to explain it. Dream logic. It, Dream logic. The room yeah. felt small. She was huge, yet she also fit in the room. Mm-hmm. They're like separate things. So she would try to climb either from the ceiling or climb out of the hole. I think it started with her coming out of the hole and then her going lower down towards the hole. And she'd either come, from, she'd come from the back of the room and chase me towards the door. And that's when the door was like open. Raleigh would run out. He'd get out. I tried to go and I couldn't get out. Or something was going on. The The three ladies were outside. We escape into the room and then there's this thing. And it, every single time it was slightly different. But then Raleigh started just like, I was in the room. Raleigh wasn't there. And it's like, okay, where's Raleigh? And stuff like that. And then the, the doll would try to get me or she'd like already have Raleigh, but pretty much how it was always ending up, no matter which way, shape, or form, Raleigh and I were separate by either a a physical door, or I just knew that either the ladies had him, or the rag doll had him, or something, and I was just like, how, how do I get to him? How do I get to him? And that's always where it would just cut off, is right before I could make any move to get him, or right before I almost died, like, one or the other, or captured, whatever, that's when, like, I'd wake up and the dream would end. Mm-hmm. And then I would try to not fall back asleep or try to figure out how to change my dream mm-hmm. because I had multiple times it, I'd get back into it. it. Yeah, if you, like, you wake yourself up from a bad dream or whatever and then you go right back to sleep, your dream right picks up there. right where it left off. Yeah. And it is Oh, terrifying. my gosh, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, And I think one of the last times I had it, I think think I was able to get to Raleigh. Oh, that's good. But I I truly don't know. Um, Thankfully, haven't really had that dream in a long time. Hopefully us talking about it will bring it back. (laughs) Yeah, tonight you're having dreams about a giant dollhouse and I'm going to an ice mountain. It's definitely scary. It would make a pretty good, like... Horror movie? (laughs) Thriller? Do it. But, oh gosh. It was... Clearly I got some dreams about Raleigh being being swallowed up whole by by buildings you know i think that these dreams are showing (laughs) that you're very protective of raleigh and you're concerned about him and you want to make sure he's okay (laughs) i think that's accurate yeah i I do too yeah but apparently buildings and dolls and cars are and three colorful witch ladies are out to get him i think it started off where the place was supposed to be like a shop Mm. but literally i had this dream so many times and it just kept morphing and building off of itself but also slight things would change so it's it's hard for me to relay everything that's happening now after the fact because there's mm-hmm. so many different renditions of the and, same thing and as you start sharing then like you remember, you, you remember oh this other thing and this other thing and yeah like, i feel like some of these things it sounds like we're just making it up as we go but like <sighs> Everything I said was completely, like, yep. 100%. This is, like, when I remember the dream, these are the pictures that I see. I, I visualize the whole thing. And for me, like, yeah. I see it as a movie. Like, I, mm. I have the dream replaying in my head as, like, we're talking about it. Um, and, like, there's other dreams I remembered while we were talking that I had that weren't as scary. But, mm. like, one, there's the episode of SpongeBob where he had nightmares from watching his thing. So then I had those same nightmares that he had in the show. Mm. And then he became the, the thing that was scary in the show. And it's, like, not scary. like, But, oh, my gosh, a giant SpongeBob chasing you? Kind of <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. And his laugh, just like... like... <laughs> <laughs> it's 
kind of scary unsettling, okay? Uh, yeah, I, like, I, if there is a day when I watch an excessive amount of one TV show, yeah, it's that's, that, that is my dream, is I am the show. Well, that one I had as reoccurring, too, because, so, in <laughs> oh, the show, no. he was chased by, like, a scary robot, yeah. So I had the robot version. I then had the SpongeBob version. I have a toy Giant alligator. Doll? No alligator. Oh. But that alligator chased me. <laughs> oh yeah. Um but and every single time, like you're tiny and then there's a bunch of like just block versions of buildings, like very dumb do- literally yeah. the exact same thing as the episode, just make it three D. I also had a movie I, I remember going into my parents' room one night and being like, There was vampires dream or something like that or like i was telling my dad about there's vampires and zombies and that's all i could remember um but yeah my my dreams are very adventurous at times Mm. but usually they're just so reality adjacent but then like like tv shows where they have this sense of reality but then the problems that they're facing yeah, like, like there, there are the things that, like, don't fit. Like, that's, like, a lot... Most locations are, like... I've had many dreams um, that take place in my middle school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I can picture the exact spot in the hallway where it is, but, like, everything else makes no sense. Yeah. Or, like, it... Dreams are super fascinating. And at one point, I did want to be a neuropsychologist. Yeah. And study them more, but, you know... That's one of those things I'm just interested in. I'd like to take a class and then move on. My Mine are usually, like, if it's a familiar location, it is sort of like it, but it's completely different at the same time, and it's just this sense of feeling. I have a lot of sense of feeling, so it's like, mm-hmm. I know this is my room, but it does not look... It, it is not my room. But I know it's my room. It's It's a weird thing where there's a lot of just, like, I know and I have this feeling in my dream... Versus what I'm visually seeing, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, my dreams are crazy. Like, I... My dreams, I feel like, like, the recurring ones are the weird ones. Yeah. Actually, not necessarily, cause, but, like, I have a lot of dreams. And I will say, this is before I started listening to True Crime Podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Same. dreams about, like, uh, home invasions and mm. me hiding in the bathtub or under some cabinetry or like trying yeah. to hide while everyone else gets murdered like i i've I, never I don't seen know a proper horror movie yet you've heard my dreams yeah just there. right <laughs> <laughs> like like all like all these things it, it's just so incredibly fascinating to me to think about like our brains just creating things that we've never experienced that we've never seen or yeah. heard about or like it's it's just so crazy. I guess that also does tie in, though, to, like... Like, tying it into the thoughts that we were talking oh, about yeah. before. Like, the point of the episode. No, 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 there's there no was, point. There is no point. The reason but, we started. Um, where, like, sometimes I'll have these, like... Not thoughts, but... Um, times where, like, I'm going off and I'm, like, in my own world, in my head. And then, like you were saying, like, it's crazy how our brains, like, come up with these things. So I'm constantly worried somebody's gonna break into my room while I'm sleeping. Mm. Um, so I have knives next to my bed, mm-hmm. so I'm ready to just grab and stab. Um, if somebody breaks That's a in. a great slogan. Grab, <laughs> grab and, and stab. stab. Um, I also have had, so there was this one time where I had to rearrange my room because I got really freaked out. So I have my, I currently have my bed set up next to my window. 
mm. under my big window in my room. And so at one of the other times when I had it set up like that, I had to move it because I started to get worried as I was going to sleep. I'm like, this is where it gets dark. If somebody is on the loose with a gun, they could see me through my window and then shoot me because where my bed is height at, they could shoot me through the window and hit me. Hmm. So then I had to move my bed to a spot where they couldn't shoot me through the window. Where did you put it? I think in the back of my room. I mean, they could. They could. S- but but that, I was yeah. like, I'm far away back and my window's like all distorted so they couldn't yeah, necessarily I... see that there is a person right there versus yeah. my head being against the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> There's like stuff like that where I'm like... This is, like, an outrageous scenario, right? Like, that mm-hmm. I have in my dreams. Yeah. But then sometimes I have them, like, while I'm wide awake, and I'm like, this could happen. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta I gotta make sure that, like, I'm prepared. I'm always really like, oh, what if I get locked out of some place? So I have my lock picking kit on me most times. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, really good at using it, but if I have oh, no. to. Uh, you could figure it out, I'm I could sure. figure it out. I say that. It's at home. I better not get locked out when I get home. I have a key to the house. I'm okay. (laughs) Okay. But, like, there's, like, these scenarios that I think through, and then I think they feed into my dreams. I'm sure they do. Um, And I like listening to the True Crime podcasts because I feel like it helps me, like... Get more terrified? No. Like, okay, these are scenarios that I'm not just coming up oh oh yeah my head's not creating these these are things that happen yeah and then i'm like okay so like what are ways like with crime junkie right some of them are like the people survived or whatever or usually not crime junkie specifically but there's other ones yeah where like somebody survives or somebody's gone through the scenario i'm like okay so like what did they do to get out of this or then i'm listening to other ones i'm like okay so this is what happened so somebody could do this this has happened before so it could happen again so then how would i Mm-hmm. try to get out of it yeah i think the important thing is just not getting too caught up in just being terrified all all the time and like it's good to be prepared for situations but also like realizing that yeah these are not constant thoughts know, yeah well yeah i know to clarify and, and like that you know there are not always 15 serial killers in the town where you live like it there's nope. some people online that think there's a community of serial killers who are secretly, like, organized and talking to each other. Oh. Okay. I don't believe it. But, I don't subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, again, like it, it's good to be prepared and make sure, like, you know what you would hope you would do in a situation. Because, also, there's no way of knowing how you are actually going to react. Right. Um, and not but, judging others by, based yeah, off of how they react. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Um, but then also, like, just not getting completely consumed by fear, and you've got to relax a little bit. Yeah. I'm good. I know yeah. that, like, we're talking I, about this. Yeah, and I was compiling that wasn't... things over the... No, I just want to make it clear for the listeners. Yeah, okay, like, okay. So, these are things that have happened over, like, my entire life. Like, these are dreams that happened from when I was very young to more recently, and these are also things that, like, I, I do not constantly think... How was somebody, How could somebody come in and kill me at this moment? Like, no. But I'll have yeah. that thought at one point. And, like, okay, I should be prepared. Like, mm-hmm. I should be ready. So that way, if something does happen, like, I need to. And the when I needed to move my bed, that was an intrusive thought where I was laying down and I was just really restless. Mm. And I think something bad had happened in our area around that mm. time 
where I started to get like then it, it gets really worried. Yeah, in the front of you. So that's yeah. or we were talking about. I forget what happened, yeah. but yes. that kind of thing. And my statement was not directed at you. No, guys. I know, but I want. I realize my family's listening, and I don't want them oh. to be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. It's just yeah. This is for the episode. Okay. Um. Please, I- everybody, share. Yeah, it's, share crazy dreams, crazy situations. Yeah. Um, to go back to the beginning. How um, do you think? What? Yeah. Do what you are your thoughts? Your voice? Do you visualize things? When I was little, when I would imagine things, I could visibly see like color and fun things. When I'm playing my imaginary games, like the world was different. Like, oh. you did not have that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when I was little, I would imagine that like like if I would step like how Elsa how her like. Yeah. Things there was like sometimes where I'd just be playing around and I'd imagine if like I stepped and then like rainbow, fun colory colorful things would just like be like oh my gosh this is so fun like I visualized a lot with my imagination like if I was playing like a game similar to the TV show Lost like I wasn't yeah. in my front yard no I was like yeah. oh, somewhere different like I'm I'm in the wild gotcha I mean I would put myself a lot in like TV shows. Like, the way my imagination works and my dreams, if anything about this episode has taught me anything, <laughs> I vision... My, my head is like a TV show. My life is yeah. a TV show in my head. You have very a very genres. active brain. I do. So, anyways... Thank um, you so much for listening. Yeah, go check out our Instagram. Yes, at the True Sleuth. pictures of our dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should bring those to life. <laughs> Um, no, but you can DM us on Instagram yeah, yeah. and share some of stuff. Uh, let us know if you have any comments or concerns about our <laughs> dreams <laughs> or the way that we think. Yeah. We want to hear how you think some of your crazy reoccurring dreams. Um, but also you can check out our Instagram to get updates whenever we post the episode and see some photos as references to different things that we talk about. You mm-hmm. can also reach out to us via our email. Yes, it is the truthsleuthspod at gmail.com. Um, same kind of thing. Like, send us how you think, how you visualize things, weird dreams that you've had. Um, if there's weird... a story you want us to share. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything completely unrelated. Yeah. It, we I... are open to suggestions. And another place that you can share and get some feedback and have good conversation is if you guys are talking on our Facebook page oh, yeah. um, or in the comments of our YouTube videos, uh, both of those are going to be the true sleuths, just as it's spelled on the episode you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Just because Some people have trouble spelling sleuths, you know? Yeah. But if you made it here, you, you, got, you know how to spell it at sleuths. Anyway, thank you anyway. so much for listening. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and hopefully more coming soon. And you'll hear us, you'll hear us next, next week. week. Bye.